Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lane. I'm Bobby Norris, and I'm excited to be back joined with you, Stephen. How was your holidays? So good to be back. Um, yeah, we're lovely. It was, uh, it was a little, little town in, in East Sussex. Uh, spent a few days in a caravan park. Um, I did a barbecue, which really annoyed all the other people in the campsite because there was smoke everywhere. I went kayaking. I went chasing my nephews round. Um, yeah, it's been... Oh, I got my ear pierced. Oh, <laughs> love it. At the age of 34, not even 35, don't age myself. Um, I, I decided I really, I've wanted it done for years. Now during the pandemic, you're getting it done. You're getting it done. How did you it know? feel? You're glad you've done it. I'm really glad I've done it, but I do have to have this little like training one. That makes me look like I'm a 15 year old girl <laughs> or something. Um, but yeah, now I'm thinking I want to get the other one done. But I don't, yeah. know, if it's very, I don't think it's very my look, but I'm gonna, I'm, I don't know, who, who cares? I think do it, babe. You can definitely rock it. Why not give it a shot? How are you, Bob? What's been going on? I'm doing really good, thank you. So, started filming again. Um, awesome. Which is so nice to be back doing Tower after such a long break from Christmas. Mm. So, that's really nice to be back with the gang. Obviously, we're all socially distancing and following all the guidelines. And, yeah, it's uh, all I can say is, as you can expect with Tower the drama's there already from episode one. We Jesus. wouldn't have it any other way, though, let's face it. Absolutely not. So it's going to be nice when that airs later in the year to kind of, I think, do you know what the lovely thing about TOWIE, I think, is, and, and reality TV in general, it's a bit of escapism, especially in this 2020 year that we've had, the year that never was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think we just all need something to just sit back for a, an hour. We're back twice a week now as well. It's not just the once, we've got Wednesdays and Sundays, so that's good. And just like so the classic, that, like the classic early series. Yeah, like our old school ones. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it, it's really nice to, to be back. I'm glad that you're back again this week. Obviously, I had a lovely old time last week. But oh, I was yeah. Oh, thanks, babe. That's nice to hear. We've, um, we've got a right, uh, a right old good lineup today as well. So it um, should be awesome. Yeah. We've got uh, Joanne Clifton uh, coming up first, former Strictly champion. Uh, and then we have Nicole from Real Hearts Rise of Cheshire, who's the, uh, the new gal on the block. Um, and then we have uh, FUBAR friend Marcel Somerville uh, uh, on at the end. And he's got some exciting news because he's going to become a dad. So, uh, yeah, so it's all kicking off. Um, I, I, just going back to TOWIE, how, how was it with the social distancing filming? Do you know what? The production company are so amazing and they're so just on the ball with it. Everything is it's just already laid out for us. We know exactly where we have to be. So there's no there's no way that you, you cannot stick to, to your guidelines when we're in scenes and stuff. Yeah. That's that's all that they're on point with it. We turn up to film and we all have our temperature taken. We have like sanitization stations. That's a mouthful when you've got a load of kids. <laughs> uh, so everyone's just anti-backing all the time. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's really just our new normal now. And I think we're all really finding our way. I think as a nation, everyone's got so good at work, whether it's queuing to get into a supermarket. I mean, thankfully, that seems to have died down in Essex. I don't yeah. know what it's like in London and some places, but it, that's all become normal now. And I, ju I just think everyone's just so glad to, to follow the guidelines because we're all just another step closer to, to getting back whatever normal was. But I think this is going to last a while. And yeah, yeah. 
I think as 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 we were just saying a little bit before we came on air, my my office is saying we're not going probably not going to be going back until the new year, which seems like a very very long time. But I mean, there is I understand why it's happening. It's I can't debate their reasoning. You know, it's all it's all to keep everyone safe and to stop this the worries of a second wave. Which um, when you look, I've actually I've been kind of. I mean, I love a bit of science anyway. So I've been reading a lot about former pandemics and stuff, and there basically is nearly always a second wave. Like it just, it always happens. Sometimes there's a third and a fourth. So it's like, I guess it's like trying to stop the worst of that happening, isn't it? And and if that means me not going back to the office or not getting on public transport so much, um, you know, I think I'm kind of fine with that. And I imagine it's the same with, with filming TV shows because you know, you want to, you want, you just want to get on with your job and do whatever you can, but you want to do it safely, right? Absolutely. And I think above everything else, everyone, whether it's cast, crew, every single person involved in that production, so safety is paramount, right? It, that has to come before anything. And I think that's why the production decided to wait as long as they have to get back. They really have taken their time to make sure it, it runs smoothly. They've been amazing with it. And, I think we're all just grateful that we, we can acknowledge what's going into it. And like you say, it's, we've had to wait what we've had to wait. And so many people, thankfully, to technology and Zoom, like we're able to speak together now, you've been able to work from home and some people are, are still able to do that bit. So however long this goes on, but I keep hearing rumours, people going, oh, come October, there could be a second wave. I don't know why we're thinking October, but I guess that then runs the risk of knowing who's just got what would be the, the general flu. And what could be the COVID flu? How are we ever going to know? So I guess, I don't know. I guess we just got to keep our fingers crossed. As long as people are carrying on wearing their masks, I've seen, I think generally, I've seen far more people wearing their masks when they're out and about and following than I haven't. And I think everyone deserves a pat on the back for that, really, because it's not just yourself you've got to worry about, it's others. There's people out there that really are vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's not worrying about yourself, it's trying to protect everyone, you know. We're all in it together. That's exactly it. And I mean, and I got I got a train back from from Eastbourne from my little trip, and everyone on the uh carriage was wearing one, apart from one old guy who basically just had it around his his chin the whole time, <laughs> reading a paper and drinking his coffee, and you're like, Oh god, this is not this is like this is exactly what you're not supposed to be doing. But I mean, this is the thing. I've seen some some videos of people confronting people. Is it my job? Is it your job to confront people when they're not wearing their masks? I don't know. I, I find, I, I'm not a very confrontational person, so I think I would probably find it quite hard. Yeah, I mean, I don't fancy a tear up on the central line by someone getting <laughs> upset with me and then having a go at me. But funny you should say, like the, the guy with it round his chin, actually, I've heard... I guess probably through the, the rumours of social media and through like WhatsApp and stuff. But they're saying, like some medical people, I don't know how true this is, by the way, I've not got a degree in medicine, <laughs> but people wearing them just around their necks where they put them down, it's almost worse for them because where the mask is sat upright, anything that could be falling in, into that, when they then do put it on, they're then collecting anything that's just been sat around their neck, almost carrying it like a bib. So yeah. you're better, if you're going to have it round your neck anyway, just put your mask on. Yeah, yeah, I, I have actually heard the same. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't know what the uh, truths are, but I mean, it does seem more 
sensible to, to not keep moving it around your I mean if you need to adjust it so it covers your nose then fine but like not to have it anywhere you know wrapped around your wrist or anything like that you know just be sensible but yeah well, I saw one guy actually I'd got off, I'd got off a train and was going up to then get onto my next train and he'd cut a hole in his mask to stick a straw in so he could hold so he was holding a can of fizzy drink with a straw in with a hole in his mask and I thought but babe, once you finished your drink, you've still got an hole in your mask. So really, I don't know if that's as effective as you're thinking. I mean, hats off for trying to be initiative. Is that the word? Innovative. Innovative. In innovative, but I don't, I don't think it's going to work out for him. But no, and I think if that was the case, then we'd all be doing it, because what would be the point? <laughs> what would be, yeah. But as a whole, I think it's, it's been so... Um, so taken on good by people, like really, like I think supermarkets. I've not seen a single person breaking the rules. Apparently, some supermarkets aren't as hot on it as others. I thought it was a every shop rule, so I've, I've literally always got some in my bags. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Too. But some shops apparently aren't quite as strict, which I, I'm not sure what the what the rules are. But, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know how enforceable they. I have to say, I have a pretty much same as you. You very rarely see. I mean, kids because kids don't have to. But even sometimes the kids I see have got have got them on. And actually, my nephews, when we were we popped into the Asda to get uh, to get some barbecue goods, um, and they wanted to put their masks on because it's like the adults, you know what I mean? So it's like they, it was actually quite cute. Um, but you know, yeah, it's 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 funny old time, isn't it? Have you did you film any indoor scenes when you were doing? So a lot we've been filming has predominantly been outside. Um, what have I done? I've done one indoors, but in a, in a very big space and with a very small amount of cast in it. But thankfully, because it is our summer, a lot of our stuff would be outside anyway. And we've been so blessed with the weather the last week. since. We've yeah, been, yeah, definitely. That we have been really lucky. But if it's a matter of us filming less scenes a day and having smaller amounts of cast, it, it, it's just the way it's going to have to be. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, it's still making, as I say, for a very exciting and dramatic show. Um, <laughs> well, I can't wait. Can't wait to see uh, it when it finally comes out. <laughs> honestly, you're going to love it. Um, we should we should probably cover a little bit of showbiz news before uh, we oh, get yeah. Joanne in. Uh, have you been seeing all of the drama with Ellen in America? I have. So I've heard there's been a lot of alleged bullying rumours, isn't there, from production and behind mm. the scenes? Mm, yeah, there's been quite a bit of um, bad feeling towards those behind the scenes and also some stuff aimed at Ellen herself for her behaviour towards people. I heard one thing where she had, a, she had a plate of mints on her desk and before anyone spoke to her, they always had to have a mint. Like, <laughs> just really weird, bizarre things that like, you're like, well, okay, apparently there was, there's allegations that um, the cast, the crew aren't allowed to talk to her at all and all that kind of stuff. Um, have you ever worked in anywhere that's been like that? Any any bad experiences? You know, but it guttons me about the Ellen thing, if it's true, just quickly, because I I love what Ellen stands for. I find her hilarious. Yeah, I, I think she's got the dream career. Like she, she's absolutely smashed it. And I, I'd so want her to be how I imagine her in my head, because I think me and her could be good friends. You know, I well, these rumours make me think otherwise, Bobby, because it seems like she's got many good friends. <laughs> yeah, but I think me and you are going to have to cancel our dinner with Ellen. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, it was something to look forward to. <laughs> but it's always, it's so sad when you hear that about someone that you really admire for their yeah. work and their amazing career. But there does seem to be a lot of people speaking about that now. But in terms of 
has there been anything like that for me? Do you know what? I feel really blessed in terms of people I've worked with. I mean, obviously, I think there's always going to be the odd person. But I don't know, to not to the certainly the level that we're hearing about. Um, yeah, that, yeah it's like a different story. level, isn't it? When it's I, like when you're, when you're dreading going into work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's and that's obviously no fun for no one because then the, the knock-on effect is it's, it's no good for, for people. If you don't if you can't go to work and you feel like you're, whether you feel you're being bullied or victimised and stuff like that, it's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. And um, what, do you, what do you make of there's a rumour that James Corden might be taking over? What do you think of that? See, I love a bit of James Corden. Do you? And, yeah, I uh, from his like Gavin and Stacey days, I think he's just a, a comedy genius, really. Mm. Um, I think he would be great, but I know he's very good from what I hear and from what I've seen online with his Late Late Show. Mm. I don't know how it would work. Obviously, I'm guessing it can't be called Ellen anymore, so it'd be called like the James, James. Show. Yeah. It'd just be called James. And yeah, yeah. I think if someone's going to do it, I think he'd be able to hand it. I mean, he's stepped out. He's, he seems an incredible presenter and host now. He's, he's absolutely smashed it. Let's face it. He's, he's huge over in the States. Yeah, yeah. He's proper triple threat. You know, he sings, dances and acts, isn't he? And, and, he's ticking and, all the boxes. And, and then presents on top of that. So quadruple yeah. threat. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I do think he would be able to take on the challenge, but it's one of them shows. And I mean, not just because it's called Ellen, but certain shows are so associated with the host. Mm. It's like you couldn't imagine anyone taking on Oprah's job. No. <laughs> no. Or even like here, like Graham Norton. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. similar thing. But uh, I, I guess we'll have to see. How, what, how likely do you think it is that this will happen? Is this becoming more and more, the more you're hearing kind of behind the scenes and stuff, do you think she will lose the show? I think she will probably... Well, there's, so the new thing is that she apparently wants to make changes to the way the show works. But... If you've if you've built I don't know if you if you've got rumours that you're difficult to work with they don't go away you know what I mean like so it's hard for you mm. to come back from that I think um, I mean yeah I, I, James Corden he's he's probably not my sense of humour necessarily but I do really like what he is about and he's very like positive and like an upbeat kind of guy the the um, carpool karaoke's that he does are like brilliant I love those mm. um, so he's obviously very like creative he likes people. He's got a good reputation. Like, it's, it's possible. I think it's definitely possible that he would be someone that could step into the into the breach. But I guess we shall see. I think it's a watch this space moment. Certainly is, space. I think you're right with that. <laughs> um, I believe that Joanna's here. Shall we? Shall we get her in? Oh yeah, let's have a little chat. Have a little chat with Joanne Clifton. Ooh, nice picture. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, where are we? There, oh, we, are, there hello. we are. Oh my god. Hello, hello, Hi. <laughs> how are you, Joanne? I'm good. Thank very you. good, very good. I've, I'm just back from a week off, so I'm well rested. I'm feeling oh, good. Oh, lovely. Uh, yeah, what, what have you been up to? Oh, heck. What have <laughs> I not been up to? Well, um, I guess we've been, we put a, my, me, Katia Jones from Strictly, and uh, my housemate, Sasha Latoya, who I've also been in flash dance with, um, we basically just, sat around one day well Katya's on FaceTime um and we were just talking about our lives and stuff like that and we we consider ourselves quite successful women so we were like well why don't we just tell <laughs> why don't we just why don't we tell people how we've done it like and just see if it affects them so we put on a workshop for a week called Beyond Lockdown Empire and um and it went so well like better than we could have ever expected so we did another one and then actually my boyfriend came up with the idea for this book and we managed to write the whole book in like three weeks. 
So Love basically, that. I've done two workshops, written a book, and writing a musical called Bloody Nora. Um, doing lots of charity stuff, singing wise. Um, doing my uh, a Zoom concert with my boyfriend on Saturday. It's just like I'm proper busy. I'm well. I'm trying to keep busy anyway. The lockdown's <laughs> been a busy time for you. Oh, it's been yes. <laughs> I think at first, no. At first, I was doing. I just made myself like with my housemate a um, a schedule of like getting up and do and doing workouts. And then we were learning Italian. Well, I was teaching her Italian because I could speak Italian and and stuff like that. And then we were like. Now let's get even what more next? productive. And we came up when we came up with this thing, and then it's just it's just gone from there. That's um, that's pretty impressive. So it's actually the yeah the lockdown's worked out all right for you. Yeah, I mean it's tough with the theatres and everything not opening. Um, I think like all us performers are getting you know itchy feet. Now, like it's really it's, where I'd really love to perform. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Really, you, really uh, loved have, Did you have any tours or any shows planned, like, beforehand? Or, yeah, or? I was supposed to be in Burn the Floor with my brother, Kevin. Mm -hmm. um, and it was kind of like, a, well, Burn the Floor is a ballroom and Latin dance show, that, which he headlined last year and has done it for so many years. I've only been in it once, like, in 2014. But a lot of the Strictly pros come from that show. Um, and this year, we were supposed to headline it, the two of us together. Um, and it was called anything, Burn the Floor Does Anything You Can Do. Since we've both won, oh my God, it's here. How big headed do I look? Yeah. We both won. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> always ready, always ready oh, to show. It's it. always right here. <laughs> I bet um, that takes a lot of window lane to keep clean, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's really small. It, it looks bigger on there. It's actually really small. This is the small version. You, you get a big version when you win, and then um, as soon as the cameras go off, they whisk it off you in case you drop it. And then you just get handed the little versions, and it's like, oh, oh I'll uh, really? take the little one. To be fair, I'll be happy with the little one. Lester clean, Lester clean. <laughs> yeah, so I was supposed to be doing. We both won a glitter ball. We're both now in musical theatre, so it was kind of like, who's the better dancer? Who's the better singer? It's obviously me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was that kind of thing, which which got postponed and postponed and postponed. Now it's going on next year, but we're not sure whether I can do it. So I'm not sure how much we can say, but I, we're this year hoping to um, do a kind of socially distant version of maybe just me and Kevin rather than the whole cast of Burn the Floor and stuff like okay. that. But we'll see. We, we have to see what the government says. Yeah, yeah. It's something like dancing is when it's such a passion of yours, I guess it's not just something you do to keep it. I guess it's something you genuinely love and is good for your mind as well. Is it like exercise in terms of you get a release from it that makes you feel good? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I've been dancing since I was four and I was like totally born into a dancing family. My parents were world champions, my auntie, my, my nan was Hemel Hempstead quick step champion. Um, so like, I've been surrounded by it all my life. And I thought I was kind of over it after Strictly and went into musicals. Then Burn the Floor came around, did, some, did the rehearsals at the beginning of the year and I was really into it. Um, and then this all happened. And like, I've realised that I don't like working out at all, but I'll do loads of like dance Instagram classes or Zoom classes and stuff like that. And I still much prefer it to working out. It's crazy that it's taking that you people would assume, I guess, that you're down the gym all the time, that like you're trying to keep you fit, but actually your your job keeps you fit on a day-to-day -day oh, basis. I think of I'm allergic to the gym, Nick. I'm allergic <laughs> to it. <laughs> well, if you um there's been a lot of I mean, obviously you're not on strictly anymore, but I'm sure you're aware, there's been lots of rumors about how they're gonna be able to put the series together. 
um, now. What what do you make of the, this thing? Like there might not be any live performances. There might be like the house that they're all going to have to live in, like this Big Brother or something. You know. Um, well, I mean, the shorter not... series. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shorter series, I think. Yeah, that's been confirmed. I, I don't know whether what else is definite, but one thing I am sure of having worked there is that they will do, they will make sure one thousand percent that everybody's safe, and if they're not safe, they'll they'll sort out a way to like keep anyone away from anyone. Like they will be a hundred percent on the situation. Hmm. Um, I'm sure still though, even if it's a shorter series, if there's less couples less celebrities it's still gonna i mean everybody loves strictly let's just face it everyone from three-year-old to 103 um so whatever version comes out i'm still absolutely certain that it's going to be one of or the best show on tv again what's your thoughts on all the rumors that apparently there's going to be two same-sex couples this series do you think it's about time that strictly does have a same-sex couple absolutely a great idea why not like, why not? Absolutely. I think it's wonderful if they do. I mean, um, was it um, Graziano and Johannes got backlash from their dance last year? But I was like, are you kidding me? It's absolutely, like, beautiful. And also you've got, like, Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly always used to dance together. Or something. Like, what, what's the problem? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I, think, I think it's absolutely time and it'll be great. I'm, I'm hopeful because, I mean, I, in the end, I think... Um... Uh, Ian uh, H from Steps did it on Dancing on Ice, didn't he, in the last series? And, and yeah. in the end, people don't actually complain about it as much as you anticipate. I think it's like they might be in the first week some some naysayers, but people just want to watch Strictly, I think. And and it would be good to maybe challenge exactly. some of those people who don't think that it would be normal to have exactly. And just, yeah, it'll be it'll be wonderful. I th I'm I'm really if it does have, I'm really looking forward to it. Do you? Um, what about possibly? There's um, uh, Bruno is. Uh, rumoured to be not coming back for this series because of flying between America and here. Would you like to step in? Would you do that? I would love that. I mean, I would have loved it more last year because if my brother was still in it, I would absolutely love to judge him. Mark him down. Like, <laughs> yeah, and just be like, your celebrity's wonderful, but you need a lot <laughs> I'd love to be like higher up than him on the back. It would be brilliant. Will it be weird for you watching it with Kevin not being on it this year? I guess so, yeah, although I still have so many friends on there. And as I said before, like loads of them have come out of Burn the Floor. So Jeanette and Ali Ash came out of that. Um, you know, I have so many, Katia is obviously, Katia, just plugging the book again. Um, <laughs> Katia, Katia is obviously on it, who's like one of my best mates. So I will, and Neil, I used to live with Neil and Katia. So like they're best mates of mine. So I'll definitely be still watching it and loving it and enjoying it and supporting everyone. Uh, but I guess, yeah, Kev's part of the furniture, really, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, there, is there any kind of sibling <laughs> rivalry between you two, or, or is, or are you very supportive of one another? Um, I think or a mixture of the two. A mixture of the two, but I think it's more my side. Like when we were kids, he was the more competitive one, um, but now it seems to have swapped. I don't know. I'm the younger one, so I don't know whether that has anything to do with it. I just want to beat him all the time. And of course, it was like, oh, yeah, anything you can do on Burn the Floor. And it was going to be friendly sibling rivalry. But inside, I'm going, no, because I, I am the best singer. And also, <laughs> I, won the, I won the glitter ball against Kevin. Let's not forget that. He came second. He was in the final. Oh, did he? I didn't realise yeah. that. Oh, well, okay. second with, with Danny and Oti, Danny Mack okay. and Oti, yeah, yeah. It, and he had Louise Redknapp, and oh, we yeah. won, and he was still in it. He only won when I'd left. <laughs> so, you let him have that one, basically. Yeah. 
<laughs> Is there any chance of us seeing you both in a musical show together? I mean, we have been in talks already about that, but unfortunately it came at the same time as what Burn the Floor should have been this year. Um, but absolutely, there are musicals, you know, Fred Astaire with his sister and Adele and his sister Adele and stuff like that. They would be, yeah, I think so. Can't say much, but yeah. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. So tell, tell us a little bit on this. Yeah, basically. Um, uh, to the book and the and the uh, the courses that you're doing, what exactly do, can people get out of them? What's it for? Well, basically, it's kind of like we called it Beyond Lockdown Empire because of the lockdown, and we wanted pe people to be ready for when the lockdown finishes and tell them it's not too late to change career. Like I changed from from thirty some years of experience in ballroom dancing I just changed into musical theatre at 30 whatever I was mm. um, it's not too late to start a new career and, and also just not to get comfortable in their situation that they are now if they do have dreams it is achievable if you follow these steps and just basically we're not claiming to be professionals in career coaching or life coaching or anything like that. we're just giving them our experience like how did we get to where we are today what steps did we use what did we find in common and also from the course we're three kind of different um characters as well no i'm the, i would probably say i'm more the girl next door from grimsby whereas katty is the loud russian we've got sasha with, um, like she's like a fierce half nigerian and um, she's and we're all kind of different personalities so we think that people relate to can relate to each of us um, and basically with the book, it's a condensed version of the course that we do. The course is a seven day course. They get an hour and a half a day where we just concentrate on a subject a day and give our experiences on this and give them guidance and give them exercises. And basically, basically it's a little workbook. So it's got exercises in, it's got tasks every day, the things that you have to fill in and do um, and tick off lists and all sorts that will kind of go from step to step to towards reaching goals and living out their dreams really well obviously you 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 made quite a brave decision yourself i guess once you'd won strictly and then to quit it was I it know. was the same year it was the same year wasn't it, it was the, yeah. uh, after you'd won do you think yeah. that, that what has that been a positive step for you uh, do you miss the show and also do you think everyone can be that brave <laughs> oh gosh i mean it, i've i had to be very brave it was it was a tough like decision. Um, they they were so nice. I loved Strictly so. I loved it. I mean, despite what all the papers say, I think everybody gets on. Well, in my experience, anyway, everyone was so lovely. It was such a family. Even like the hair and makeup people, the cameramen, everybody, the producers, everybody was just so nice. And I was like, of course, we just won it. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I got off <laughs> thoroughly modern Millie, and then Flash Dance was coming up after that as well. The thing was, I've had this dream since I was a kid and kind of followed ballroom dancing because that was also a passion and because my whole family did it and that's what I'd worked for since I was four years old. Hmm. Um, but I had had this dream and I thought, well, maybe it's time I'm at the top. So maybe it's time I can only go down from here. So. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the problem, isn't it, once you've yeah. won? <laughs> yeah. So do you think so sometimes you've got to kind of feel the fear and do it anyway in decisions like that? I think if you have a really strong passion in you that you 
would ju it would just make you feel complete or, or just something that you'd really love to do. And if, I mean, I always say, if I'm on my deathbed and someone says, have you, have you got any regrets? I don't want to have any regrets. I want to have done everything that I've dreamed of doing. So I think, yeah, if it is a strong enough passion, then you've got to go for it and just take the risk. And it's achievable. It is achievable. This is what we're trying to get across in the book. It is achievable if you have a certain way of preparing and working through and setting out your journey and stuff. Yeah, it's very true. Um, <laughs> you're, you're very inspiring, I think. Yeah, I think very well. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what have you got planned in the coming months? Like, just while we're... Um, you know, coming out of this kind of thing. It's all uncertain for us theatre people because, I mean, we, I would have done Panto again. Absolutely loved Panto, but we don't know whether it's happening. Um, as I said, I've got this thing coming up with Ken. If it happens, we could do like an evening with type thing where we sing. So we released an album. It's another thing we did in, in lockdown, released an album, <laughs> Burn the Floor. Um, so we'd sing the songs from that. Um, then hoping... I mean, if we carry on like this, we'll do another online course uh, yeah. for, for new people, maybe do a second level of it or something. But we are hoping maybe January to do an actual workshop, a weekend workshop where people can actually come, depending on the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that sounds great. It's good that you've got uh, options coming up, even if, even if they can't always be realised. It's good that you've yeah. got so much going on. Uh, uh, and well, what's your feedback been like, Karen? Sorry, from, from people that have done the course so oh, far. Oh, Joanne, not Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does it, don't worry. <laughs> have you heard from people that have taken your advice, that have done the course and are already being brave and making them decisions? Yeah, we've had, we've had a nurse who was forced into retirement um, who has now enrolled in school and she's going to be getting her degree uh, in a year's time and she set up a home business we have a little girl who was nine years old she came on her dream when she arrived was oh and be a strictly dancer which is great but now she's um she's even got into acting and she's got landed a netflix film um there's Amazing. been a police yeah, woman who had an interview um who we talked her through well sasha mainly talked her through how to speak and how to be in an interview and she's now being made a sergeant or something like wow. it's all different different walks of life and and that's what i mean it's kind of like a formula whereas like me and katia i'd say we're more similar because we're dancers sasha yeah she's in musical theater but she's also owns hotels and stuff like that so we kind of put our brains together and it's like um people from all different career pathways are just using the same formula to get where they want to be we've had Oh gosh, we've got solicitors on there. We've got people who want to start their own balloon businesses. Um, of course, we have a lot of performers, whether it's mm. theatre or dancers. Um, and on the course, we do have dance classes as well. And then they have the possibility to do one-to-ones, whether it's dance lessons or career coaching type ones as well. Oh, we had a yacht salesman. Like it's, we were like, what? A 33-year-old yacht salesman has come to our course. <laughs> But that's and that's what's one to one, and we were like, "You're changing lives." <laughs> but that's the thing, yeah. You don't, you like, uh, and you know, you'd think people like solicitors and police officers would have what they want to do in their head settled, but it just goes to prove that it doesn't really matter who you are and what your walk of life. You can always yeah. get advice and, and and look to other people, I guess. Yeah, we've got one girl who wants. Um, she's very into British Sign Language, and now 
we've been helping her write a letters, write letters to Boris Johnson um, to get it compulsory in schools and write petitions and stuff like that. It's all varied. It's very exciting. It's, it's, it's wow. very impressive, Jared. Um, thank yeah, you thank so you. much. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, well, thank you. I for really me. appreciate it. And um, best of luck with the book. Hope it goes well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have, have a lovely evening. Bye. And you. Bye. Bye. Oh, what a, what a lovely lady. Um, Wasn't she? Do you feel proper inspired, Stephen? Yeah, I, I do a bit actually. I do a bit. I mean, it's, uh, I, I would like I would like to learn more because uh, I am definitely, like I said, one of those people who maybe struggles with those kind of things. So uh, we'll be getting us Joanne's people to get send us a copy of the book. We definitely are. <laughs> it's a bit of bedtime reading for us. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, I believe Nicole is ready to come in. Hi. Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Are you there? Hey, there you are. Hello. How are you, Nicole? I'm so sorry I'm late. I like hate being late. Uh, absolutely uh, fine. Taxi from hell. <laughs> oh no, what happened? <laughs> oh no, well, I don't like to say, but I think he may have eaten something not, not good. <laughs> well, what do you mean? <laughs> so I'm kind of a bit classic, but I'm good now. So okay. filming, hi. All good, yeah, no, we're on, we're on. Um, Nicole, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. What's what's been uh, what's been going on with you the last few months? Oh, apart from COVID, <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything. Tell us everything. Oh, so much. Um, so I kind of obviously had a little trip to the hospital. So I was in hospital for five days, um, which was really interesting because when I first went in the first time, because I was in like twice in a week, and it was just as we locked down. So kind of arrived. My husband just like left me at the door. Um, but it was like no one in the hospital at all. It was mm. so bizarre, so bizarre. And, and they hadn't had a COVID patient in there. So kind of even though I was in agony, I was kind of earwigging a little bit. And like you could hear the staff didn't really you know what was going on at all. And then I kind of ended up back in there three days later and a completely different situation, um, but quite eerie. Um, the only plus is that I got seen really quickly. So it's always, I'm kind of a half glass kind of full girl. So it's always a plus. And how are you feeling now? Yeah, I'm still waiting for my operation actually. Um, and so, because basically I did look to try and maybe go private um, because I thought it was going to be a big backlog. Because at the time- Do you mind explaining what actually happened? What, what oh was no, wrong? sorry, you're like, you know my whole life. Like, you no, know no, 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 just in case anyone doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, basically, um, I'd collapsed a few times in filming, and I thought I just had IBS. Um, anyway, basically, I collapsed again, and it was actually, I didn't nearly make the plane back when we were in Athens. Um, and anyway, cut long story short, just as we locked down, I collapsed again, I was in agony, and it was actually my gallbladder wasn't working. Um, but weirdly, when I got there, they thought I was having a heart attack. Um, my, my dystolic pressure was different by quite a lot um, but they found that I had a blood clot as well on my lung which I didn't know I had so Jeez. it was kind of good in a way um, but because it was just as they'd locked down um, they basically stabilised me, kept me in for five days spent my birthday in there um, happy birthday to you <laughs> and because obviously then you're on like a zero fat diet um but i had to laugh because one of the nurses bought me this cupcake round but i couldn't eat anyway so it was like oh, oh bless her <laughs> like me i don't know but, you're just um, smelling the icing sugar on the top like, you can see it but you can't eat it <laughs> and the doctor came around and was like 
why have you given her that? Like, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, they stabilized me because um, my, my liver had gone into distress. So I, I, it was touch and go. They kind of weigh up whether it was high risk to do the operation because it's major surgery. Um, so yeah, I'm on the waiting list, but they've got a huge backlog. Um, so I'm stable at the moment. They're keeping an eye on me. And the other thing is it's not really going to work for me because I'm quite busy with work and you've got to shield now before you go in. So obviously filming. So why I can manage it. And the, and the thing is, once you know what's wrong, um, like if I feel not great like today, um, I'm not feeling brilliant, but I filmed probably yesterday I was a bit naughty. I had some truffle pasta, which is a bit of a no-no. Um, so now I probably need to just fast because fasting is the best thing to do. Right, okay. Finding filming, I, I know a lot of your, your cast mates and I yeah. love you housewives. How, how, how do you find it? Is it enjoyable? We've just had fun. I've just filmed, I obviously can't say, but we've just been um, filmed um, today, which is, you know, you know yourself, it's not always as glamorous as, it, as it, it looks. So today was a little chilly, but I'm sure by the time it comes to the screen, the sun will be shining. <laughs> yeah, the good old day, it will uh, play about <laughs> a bit. You know what, I kind of, um, I'd never done anything like this before, and I'd always been quite happy to kind of, just in life, be quite behind the scenes. Um, and so it kind of took me out of my comfort zone. But it's a bit of an adventure. And I think why I enjoy it, um, it's heavy going. Like when we did the trip in Athens, I, I don't think people realise how heavy the schedule is. Um, and yeah, it looks glamorous, but like some days we may have done like three scenes. So we might have started off, you know, at breakfast. By the time we get to lunchtime, we've been out a winery all day and then because I'm always the one that's on time I'm one of the ones that I apart from tonight I can't bear lateness so I get all the early call times and being the new girl um, <laughs> yeah that was tough and like it might be like 10 minutes to get ready and like on one of the days a little bit of an altercation luckily this wasn't in there I kind of was trying to do um, a swimming pool thing where I walk in the water but I get trapped so I end up getting soaked and I've literally got 10 minutes to be camera ready for the evening. So stuff like that. And it's tiring. You know, it is. It's much more tiring. And I think because I wasn't that well, the schedule, and I'm trying to work still, and uh, a house full of, although I'm losing children by the day, I've got two moved out now. So. <laughs> Have you found the other housewives very welcoming? Do you know what? I actually... Um, yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of do just say what I think. So I think because I'm kind of like that, I'm not really thinking about whether they're going to like or don't like. Um, just be myself, and people will either take you or they're not. Uh, and I, I think they kind of respect that. I'm not sure they all got my humour initially, um, but yeah, like Seema certainly did. We laugh a lot. Um, yeah, Tanya Dawn gets my humour. Most of them get my humour, and the rest of learn to appreciate it i feel <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to sign up to do it because it, it's it it can be a bit of a rough and tumble show yeah um, yeah a moment of madness i'm quite spontaneous um i think absolutely they'd asked me since series four uh, when i first moved up here and i, I was actually quite horrified at the thought um, <laughs> and yeah i kind of i don't i didn't even like having my 
photo taken. So I'd gone from, I had a Facebook just from when we got married, you know, because it was easy, but kind of didn't really do any social media. There's not many pictures of me. Um, and I kind of was like, no, no, no. They keep contacting me. And they're like, oh, you'd be really good. Anyway, we, my husband and I then were looking to buy Macclesfield Town Football Club. And basically, Joe loves the camera. <laughs> Joe, Joe's like much more, you know, upfront and out there, which is fantastic. He was like, oh, at least go and meet him. And then they come back. And he was like, you should definitely do it. And I think what one of the other reasons um, when I kind of sat and I thought, I was worried about how work would interpret me doing something like that because mm. I kind of think I've got quite a grown-up job <laughs> um and so but do you know what at the end of it I thought I've been doing what I do for 26 years kind of I'm good at what I do so you know what if you want to judge me you know you probably don't have a right to because I kind of so that was where I was anyway I was like actually do I want to do it it might be fun um, and you get to my age and you've, I've done quite a lot. I think I've traveled, I've, you know, I've been and done lots of things, seen lots of wonderful places in the world. And it was kind of just like a new experience. So the lovely Christine McGuinness exclusively revealed to me the other evening over on my Get Gobby with Bobby show that she would have been returning. Yeah. How did you and the other ladies feel about that? Yeah, I think it's um, interesting because Christine obviously kind of was, been a guest housewife, hasn't she? So um, she kind of drops in and drops out. They're probably pleased because it's a little bit, little bit more airtime for them. <laughs> I mean, everyone really likes Christine, um, but look, you know, it's, all the girls get on, but it's kind of, you know, equally a show kind of about them. Yeah. So I'm not sure anyone, whether people come or go, whether that's a massive thing for the girls. But it's like everything. I'm sure they're a little bit sad because she, she's quite, you know, she's quite funny. Um, and we have a nice time in Athens. Oh, great. And I, I hear you've uh, been nominated for an award. Oh, apparently so. The, the National Reality TV Award. How's that? Well, I thought it was hilarious, actually. So, because I kind of, obviously, I'm reasonably new to social media, so uh, I've only really been doing it since August. And so, like, you know, if, like, say, I Real Housewives might copy you in on stuff, to be fair, I kind of just repost it. I'm not sitting there. And I saw Tanya's name at the top, and I thought, oh, Tanya's up for an award. And then a couple of people started messaging me, and I was like, I don't, sorry, my phone's buzzing, very unprofessional. That's all right. Um, That's all right, and, uh, you see my... <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> do talk. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so yeah, someone then met, or a couple of people messaged me, and I didn't know what they were talking about. And then someone screenshotted uh, the category. I, I thought they'd kind of photoshopped it <laughs> and put my name in. <laughs> that would have been a very cruel joke if you then oh, started okay. reposting. <laughs> yeah. I, but the funny thing is, I looked at Tanya's, and I thought a few of them I didn't really know. Um, in the captain, and I looked at mine and I thought, are they joking me? Tom Jones, you know, well, I am. <laughs> well, uh, you deserve the nomination, absolutely. And I think you have got the most amazing TV career ahead of you in reality because I just love that you're the key to reality TV is saying how you feel and being completely honest. And I think yeah. you're that girl that you ain't gonna roll back. And if, if you stick with that, you'll be just fine. Uh, I, you know what? I think you, you know. 
if you if in anything, I think you just need to be yourself, don't you? Not whether it's TV, real life. Do you know what I mean? We can't. Everyone can't love us all the time. No, that it's very true. Um, Nicole, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. And um, well, and yeah, best of luck with it. Yeah, hope you feel better. And um, and uh, best of luck with the award. Bye bye. <laughs> Love to the ladies. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Well, she seems like an absolute sweetie, doesn't she? Does it she? I love that she's up for the nomination. She is already going to be one to watch, I think, on the show because she just does not hold back. And that is, like I was saying, that is what you want from someone on reality TV. I think some people go into it trying to really be liked it and second-guessing what they're going to say. You've just got to go in there and own. Own what you feel because ultimately that's the point of reality TV is that you're real. You're totally right. And I think that's why you've lasted so long, Bob, because you've always kind of... Uh... Because that's not the case of everyone, you know, and, no. uh, and I think like, uh, you know, people enjoy the honesty and they enjoy the camaraderie and she's obviously doing the same. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of uh, reality TV legends, uh, we have um, the lovely Marcel Somerville ready to come in. Hello, oh, Marcel. What's going on? We can't see you. You can't see me. One sec. Let me see if I can work this out. Hey. hey what's going on? <laughs> How's it going? Really good. How are you? I'm not too bad, man. Not too bad. This is very strange, though. This is very strange. Doing it the other way around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How um, you feeling, Mars? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, like I've, I've I've had a crazy, crazy like three months. Obviously, like like the whole COVID thing was was, was a bit mad, and then I had then I got diagnosed with diabetes. Then I found that I'm having a baby. <laughs> You know I mean, it's like... Your 2020's been more eventful than average. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 2020 has been a year that I'm never going to forget. Well, congratulations to you and Rebecca. It's obviously really exciting news. Um, how are you feeling about it? Because um, I, I guess it's quite a big deal. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a massive deal. Do you know what? Like, I'm actually... I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm the happiest I've ever been. Like, like there's, li oh. there's literally so many little things that are happening now. But, like, we're, we're having our first... Well, We've had our first scan. However, I couldn't go to the first scan because because the hospitals weren't letting weren't, weren't letting the partners in. So that was a bit. Oh, that really? Bit, that's so that's so yeah. annoying. But um, but but we booked a private one um for Saturday. So when Saturday comes, it's gonna be um, it's like like I get to go in and we're gonna find out whether we're having a boy or a girl. But um, we're not gonna but, but like we're gonna get like we're gonna get an envelope with it in there, but we're not gonna find out because we're gonna have a, like a little party and do like a gender reveal party. And oh, you're gonna have the cut the cake yeah. or the yeah, release the balloons. What would you like, Marcel? In a dream world, would you like a little boy or are you after a daughter? <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? Like it's it's like I will always say I'm I'll, I'll be happy like to have Eva as long as they're healthy and like and they're happy, but um. I don't know, like, I've been edging towards a boy because literally, like, I've got, I think I've got five mates who are having, um, who are having kids at the same time as he literally, like, all the, the they're calling them lockdown babies because, obviously, <laughs> like, there was nothing else to do during lockdown. Got you. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but, like, literally, there, um, I think four, four of the five are having, are, are having little boys. So I'm like, one, like, like there's going to be one little girl, so I could have a little girl and she's only have one mate that she can really, really hang around with properly, but then... I could have a boy and he'd have like a little gang. Do you know what I mean? So you've got so five like, <laughs> Exactly, do you know what I mean? A new basis for so yeah. It has been a bit of a roller coaster time you No, so so literally like I that. found out when I nearly died. So it was it was Jesus. it was it was a pretty intense, intense um period, didn't it? So like literally two weeks before I'd like started noticing that I was like losing weight in because I used to have like a bit of size. I'm I'm kind I'm kinda of getting it back now, but 
Like, I'll, I'll, you'll have lied to me. Thank you. You're only bad, Nick Mouth. But I was literally getting super skinny and I was like, what's going on? I, like, I couldn't understand it. Like, like, And then I was reading through Google, like typing in symptoms and I was thinking, what's going on? I was always thirsty and all that kind of stuff. And then literally like, so I went and had a blood test on, on the Friday, then literally the Saturday, um, I literally like, like, like I was throwing up all kinds of craziness. Like, like I was like, like literally I was in, I was literally on, on my way to having a, a diabetic coma. So literally my, my girlfriend called the, um, called the, the, the paramedics. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They came, um, they came and took me straight to like North Middlesex hospital and I was in there for like a week. Literally, I was the. Um, I spoke to the doctor too. Like, so there was one doctor that like was treating me when I first got in there, and then like you know they they, they obviously changed shifts, so um, so new doctors coming. Then he came yeah. back like about two days later, and he was like, "I'm so happy to see you looking how you are now because when you first came in, you was you was you you was in bad you you, you was in bad shape." So I was literally like like I couldn't believe it was happening because like it was like I've never like I've never been really ill. Do you know what I mean? So like for it to actually happen and them to say like you were you were close to going into a coma like the, the next thing after that is you could potentially dying because you're having a what it's, it's called a dka which is basically um diabetic ketoacidosis which basically means your blood starts turning like acidic so Jesus. like like all that was going on inside me and i was like this is ridiculous and then literally a week after that i found out i was having a baby so it's like it's like <laughs> what, what are you trying to do to me what are you trying to do it was your only symptom when you first acknowledged it, just the weight loss, Marsh. You actually felt all right so, yourself, so, though. No, so, um, so, so, like, like, I was, I was feeling tired. I was feeling fatigued. I was, I, I was always thirsty, and that's, and that's basically a thing where, like, you can't quench your thirst. So it's like, it's like, so, like, um, there's that, and then you start going to the toilet more because you're drinking so much water, and then like the the loss of weight, and it was literally like I was thinking, like, what's going on? Because like. It's like it's strange, isn't it? Like it's strange because like I like, yeah. I never get like that. I was thinking maybe maybe being on lockdown, like I've not been like I've not been going to the gym. I'm just losing I'm just losing my size or whatever it is. But then it, but then um, I spoke to my doctor and he booked me for the blood test when I had the blood test and um, and literally was the day after. Like some of, some of body was saying so there, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Go sort it out. Go sort it out. So so I so I started sorting out. But by that time. It was literally, it was basically too late, in it? Like, so, yeah. Oh, thank just... God that you had that blood test and you're sorted now. Yeah, yeah. man, I'm, 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 I'm all good now, man. I'm all good now. I'm, look, I'm, it's like, obviously, like, it's, 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 so, it's an illness that, 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 that I'm going to have my whole life. I've got to, like, do injections every time I eat food and that kind of stuff. So it's, a, it's, 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 it's something that's going to be, um, I'm going to have to manage for, for my whole life going forward. But it's something that I can manage, like as long as I look after myself, I'm, as long as I'm eating right and all that kind of stuff, I'll be, I'll be fine. But yeah, so what's the deal? Is you basically, is, am I right in thinking you can't eat much sugar? Is that, is that it? Do you know what? Like it's, um, it's a thing where, like, like so I've got, I've got type one diabetes, which is basically I can go either way. So like, if I don't eat enough carbs or I don't have enough sugar in me, I can have, a, a, I can go hyperglycemic, which basically means that I've literally got low blood sugar, which means. You need you need sugar in your blood to be able yeah. to like have energy and that kind of stuff. But if I go too but then if I have too much and I go too far over, I can get what happened to me again, like the DKA, which basically when you've got too much sugar in your blood. So it's basically like me now having to balance it. So a normal a normal person would have um, between four point five and five point five units of, of 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 blood sugar, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the actual specific unit that they use for it. But your blood sugar would be between four and um, four and a half and five and, and, and five and a half. 
me, I've got a balance between four and 10 because like literally like I will never be in the bracket of 4.5 consistently. It will yeah, never yeah, happen. Yeah. It will just be up and down throughout. So it's, it's, it's a lot to, it's obviously it's a lot like, to learn, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's like, it would sound daunting, like like at first I was like, oh my God, how am I going to deal with this? How am I going to inject myself? How am I going to do all that? But then you start realising that it's the injections don't really hurt. If the, the needle's literally like, it's minuscule. Like if, you, if you've got tattoos, you can literally deal with having insulin, do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, it's more um, it's more about just being responsible. So I can eat a cake. I can have a, have a well, like I shouldn't really have fizzy drinks. They actually do. Diet fizzy drinks are the best thing in the world because... They have zero sugar in them. You know what I mean? So you can get really, pints, of, pints of diet you know I mean? coke now. Diet coke, you know what I mean? Like, I love fizzy drinks, and I love fizzy drinks. Like, that's probably one of the reasons why I got diabetes in the first place. But diet drinks, diet drinks, they're saving my life right now. Like, they're, they're making me feel like I'm not going to just drink water. Do you know what I mean? Like, because, they're because, giving because, you a bit of flavour. Moss, I have exactly. to ask you why you're here. How do you feel about, obviously, Love Island not being on our screens this year, just for the whole COVID? Do you know what? Like it's um it's a it's a bit man. Like I like I feel like they done well by getting the one that they done early on in the year. The winter they, one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like 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 they done well with that. But um but but I've been speaking to the producers from like, like I'm not gonna say well I, I don't think I can actually say what's going on, but there's something special that they're doing that they're doing yeah. for for all the Love Island fans. So um I have heard some rumors. I think I've actually seen yeah. some stuff in the press about yeah. some old, old couples coming back and yeah, yeah, yeah. So so like um so um there's there's gonna be something like that to keep you like keep the Love Island fans kind of like entertained for um for September. Do you know what I mean? So like so there'll be something for them to watch. But I think. I think definitely, like like the producers and everyone would have definitely been been feeling because because it's it's like it's literally like the biggest show, yeah, of the summer every yeah, summer. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like it's 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 a massive show. I'm 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 super glad that I was part of it. But um, but I think next year they're gonna like they're like like you gotta think like they've got budget now in it to like make next year's oh, one they've got super big. Oh, do you know what I mean? They're gonna budget. come back massively. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So like so like they got they got they got two years worth of budget to like make it to, to get the massivest villa you can possibly get. Bring like have as many people as you want to get in there in it. So I think it'll be good next year. I think every, I think everything's gonna be better next year. A hundred percent. Would Fingers you consider crossed. now you've got the the taste for reality TV? Would you do any more shows, Mars, in the reality side of the world? Do you know what I would? I would, but like so 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 obviously when once you've been on Love Island, you get you get approached to do all the dating shows and all that kind of stuff. But like obviously, I don't want to do dating shows no more because I've got my missus, I've got I've, I've got a baby on the way. I'm not really that kind of guy. So I think I think obviously obviously um, Big Brother's finished now. So like I think the only thing I could really do is either jungle or like like a dancing show. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like. <laughs> I feel like my dance moves. I'm like I'm not gonna say I dance like a dad. Like I've got some moves in it. Like but I'm just saying. Like I don't. I, I don't think I'll be ready to to be doing the the fox and all that kind of stuff. It's a bit crazy. What about on ice? A bit of dancing on ice, Marcel. Do you know what? I'm quite good at speed skating, but that's not again, the same like, thing. It's <laughs> not the same thing. I'm like I don't know if I want to be jumping in the air. Like like I, like I, I, I used to play football and my ankles used to like twist all the time. So I think jumping in the air and then landing on ice and oh. There's yeah. potential for twisted ankles, you know what I mean? I'm not too sure how I feel about it. No, no you've had a crazy enough year as it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah let's not add to broke it. his <laughs> leg. Oh, <laughs> what else can happen? You have, yeah. but you have, uh, you have been doing some music as well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so 
me and one of the boys from the squad, Melo, um, we've got like a new project. So basically, this year has literally been such a pain like, because like at the start of the year, we had all of these tunes ready to go, had plans ready to do certain things, had a little tour and all that kind of stuff lined up. Everything got cancelled. Cool. But but we've literally um, we've literally started like trying to like filter some stuff out. So we've got um, we've got a tune coming out on Thursday, Thursday the sixth, called Champion Lover. Like there's going to be a video dropping for it, the, like 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 a couple of days after. But obviously, you want to get everyone to over to the Spotify and the Apple Music beforehand. But um, cool. but yeah, that's dropping um, that's dropping on the sixth of August. Squad Tires, Champion Lover. But um, but like we've literally got a release schedule for the rest of the year to just like binge and just throw music at. Probably, uh, people are just gonna get music in their faces constantly. Like it's just gonna be slapping them all over the place. But I think people are really looking for good music as well because like, we we can't go to clubs. We can like <laughs> maybe go to a pub, but you know you get your friends together and you and you're sitting That's in it. the park. People are playing music and they you know they're desperate for something to like enjoy. So That's yeah, exactly it out it. There. Like, the, the, the thing about it is like everyone in the music industry has been in the same boat, and like everyone's plans have, have kind of been restricted in a way. So like it's like. You just gotta kind of like adapt to the situation, and I think we've I think we've done quite well. We've like since the lockdown, we've like managed to get a couple of videos and all that kind of stuff shot. Got like all the songs mastered and all that kind of stuff because obviously people weren't going into studios to work and all that kind of stuff. So it's been it's been been pretty mental, but we just carry on in it. I mean, it's coming, it's on its way. I can't wait to hear it, Marcel. Nice one, nice one. I'll send it over to you. I'll send it over to you. Give you a little sneak peek. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Oh, I'm glad you're looking and feeling better. You certainly you are looking better, mate. Nice one, man. Nice one. Yeah, the the the, the hospital videos were a bit mad. Like I like I, I just about like there were so many people like 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 saying, Oh my god, he's got coronavirus, he's got this, and I was like, I'm not <laughs> like I'm I'm, I'm I'm ill, but I'm not I ain't got corona. Yeah, we thought you'd been taken out by Miss Rona. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Literally. Um, Well, Marcel, thanks so much for speaking to us. Um, Nice one for having me on, man. Great great to see you. And um, and good luck with the music and good luck with the next, the oncoming months, because I think it's going to be just as much as a roller coaster as the rest of the year. Life changing, Life changing. I can't wait. Really good to see you, though. Take care, Marcel. We'll see you later. See you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, so nice to see him, and he's um, he's a, a valued member of the Fubar family. So um, it's it's really nice to see he's doing so well after such a terrible time of it. Definitely, and how lovely that after that horrific few months, he's got that amazing news that he's going to be a dad now. So I think what a lovely way to kind of round off his year. But I definitely think he needs to knock back the call if dancing and ice comes calling. This ain't the year for no, it. You know maybe, I mean? ever, maybe ever. Maybe ever. Maybe yeah, they'll just I put think, that one to bed. <laughs> yeah. That ain't the one for you, Marcel. Oh, oh, what a lovely show, as always. Really good, really good. What have you got coming up this week, Bob? Anything exciting? Back into filming. So, a little bit more filming at Towie. And that, that's going to keep me busy. I hear we've got an absolute sculpture of a weekend coming up. So, that's yeah. going to be a little Barbie. Lovely. What about yourself? You're going to go out and about. Did you get the Kylie Minogue wine, by the way? I know you was looking. I didn't. I didn't. I'm very disappointed. But you basically, if, if it gets into the Tesco store, it disappears as soon as it's in there. So <laughs> the gays are on it. They know it's yeah. like the, the, the Twitter is just alert with where the Kylie, yeah. Kylie wine is. No, I didn't. But um, I, um, I'm actually going out. I'm having work drinks on Friday after work. So um, a couple of us um, from my team are all meeting up on Friday and we're going to go out in Soho. Um, for nice. a few bevs and then uh, before everything probably closes down so we, yeah. you know, I feel like the, nice. a return to normality in a way which is nice it'll be the first time I've seen 
the people I work with since March. So that's uh, well, obviously other than on Zoom. Um, so yeah, it, be... it really does. When I saw some of my cast members, like honestly, although we FaceTime and we've been zooming as half the nations, there is that kind of almost it sounds a little bit dramatic. There is that emotional kind of moment where you're because you can't actually give them a kiss or a cuddle like we normally. <laughs> yeah. But just to see people in the flesh, it's a really nice thing. So I think you'll have a Definitely. lovely time Friday. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. And I think it's going to be, uh, yeah, what, 30, 35 degrees. So whether or not I'm going to survive the tube journey there is a different matter with a face mask on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jesus. I might, I might be... Get your legs out. <laughs> oh, they'll be out, face. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, until, until next week, uh, goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening.